Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, and sitting over there is the birthday boy himself, Christian. Now, that's a name I've not heard in a long, long, long time. time. That's right. That, of course, is from the uh, hit children's movie Star Wars, <laughs> which we are covering in great detail this week. Yeah. Uh, but before let's let's say happy birthday, Christian. We are recording this on the on your birthday. You when That's you turn the very young normal age of thirty four. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Very one of the youngest ages the, someone can one be. One of the youngest, most normal ages <laughs> out there. Most healthy, uh, virile ages possible. Is thirty four mm. years old. Uh, and we're all uh, marching towards our death, uh, an <laughs> imperial march of, of some, one, might, uh, one might say, right? Anyway, so yeah, this is uh, this week's episode. Um, it will be released uh, the day after uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Awful. Star Wars Day. God damn. Very fun, clever name. Uh, it's wordplay that we all love, we all know and love. Um we are here to talk about Star Wars. That's right. Uh, and also, uh, I don't know what you're doing, but I have spoilers planned for some of these posts. So if you haven't seen the latest Star Wars film, oh, The Last no. Jedi, there there are... I'm going to be saying stuff because I, I don't... No. Why would I care? So, no, I won't spoil it. Okay, That's well, fine. I will. So, All right. Uh, the point is... Uh, you know, if you don't, if you, if you haven't watched it or you don't, whatever. I'll just put my hands over my ears and scream. Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm oh. talking to the listener, oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, I thought you were warning me. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, let's, 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 you want to just get right into it? Yeah, let me start. So, we were talking about doing this, kind of breaking it into original trilogy, the, <laughs> the prequels, and then the uh, new trilogy, and then extended universe, but... What I want to get down to brass tacks is, which order do you watch Star Wars movies in? Well, I would assume, okay, now, okay. There, is there a debate about well, this? Well, no, what would you, okay, let, let me ask that, and then I'm going to read a post on what somebody thinks the correct order is. To me, the correct order is the order they were released. I, I would tend to agree with Absolutely. that. Absolutely, because that's when they were, they were made knowing what was happening before them. Like, the prequels were not... They have you can't enjoy them the same way. No, well, you can't enjoy them, but you're not you're gonna you. They're much more enjoyable having already watched the first three. Yes, releases. understanding the background of it. Correct. Yeah. All right. So this is from our store, Star Wars, and this is a post that somebody says they found the perfect order to watch. They cracked the code. They cracked the code. <laughs> I just found the best way to watch Star Wars or show Star Wars to your girlfriend or whatever. You start with Episode Seven. They were all looking for Luke, and Ray finds him, and then we skip back to episode 4, introducing Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewbacca. We then continue with episode 5, before we once again skip back to episode 1, due to that I am your father reveal. Hmm. Here, your girlfriend will get confused, but all the pieces will fall into place in the end. Because she's so dumb. We then, <laughs> we then see episodes 2 and 3, before returning to episode 6, ending with the Luke arc, then returning to Ray, standing there holding the lightsaber, ending the saga with 8 and 9. Mm. So they've already determined that nine is last. Sure. Okay. Why not? So the response to this was, uh, episode order is not the best to me. Luke has to be, has to having to be the introduction and conclusion. And then having the Phantom Menace, a flashback. Palpatine as Emperor, Darth Vader revealed to Luke, Yoda as an old hermit. It's sad to spoil all that. 
Though your order is interesting, it's like an Inception thing. Seven flashbacks to the original trilogy, then flashback to Phantom Menace. I wonder if it's confusing for a first-time watcher. The original poster says, oh yeah, that's confusing. But then, upon returning to Luke, it all makes sense. So this this is more about Luke's story than the Star Wars. Yeah, so, like. yeah. But, again, we've, we've talked about it a couple times, like the whole reveal of the... How awesome it would be to not know about the yeah, I am your father. Right, but right. I was even thinking about that because even if you watch the original trilogy, not the, excuse me, the prequel trilogy, there's still stuff spattered in there that you're going to know. You're going to figure sure. it out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I can't imagine someone, well, my wife would be a good example. She doesn't know anything about Star Wars. Sure. I don't even know if she knows about the I am your father thing. Just never cared that would be a big twist yeah so well okay uh, well now you know how uh, which order to show her the when movie. I sit down my dumb wife to tell her how to watch the <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend or whatever is obviously going to be confused because they're a dumb little woman that doesn't know what the hell they're, they're watching uh, but we'll get into misogyny later I got, I got a bunch of good posts about that excellent now what is your thoughts about uh, A New Hope the first Star Wars movie it's alright it's not my favorite okay I mean I think it's for the kickoff, the it's very, it's good, but it's a it's a very basic story in it the is, long yeah. run. But it's done very well. Done very well, you say? I I think as far as introducing the characters and stuff, it's done well. Mm. Got some argument against that? Well, I found uh, this is actually a review. Oh, from excellent. this is uh, it's very special. This is a review that originally appeared in the Korea Herald in 1978. Oh, okay, so a year after the release, yeah. Of Star Wars. So it it made its way to Korea then. Okay. The title review is Mindless Mental Masturbation for Cinema Retards Only. (laughs) Star Wars, I am sad to say, is such a piece of dreck that is hardly worth talking about. But since it's my job to discuss films of all types, I will add a few words to the mounds of hyperbole that have preceded its arrival. Three words say it all. Mindless Mental Masturbation. From beginning to end with a plot and devices geared to the mind of a preschool child... This all-time turkey has no redeeming features whatsoever, unless things like dueling with neon tubes can be deemed re- <laughs> redeeming. <laughs> the most interesting scene in the movie takes place in a bar room with ugly spacelings of every ilk, including a shaggy reject from Planet of the Apes, slobbing in their Macaulay, which is a cheap Korean alcoholic beverage. Okay. But even this scene is interesting only for its grotesqueness. <laughs> The much-vaunted special effects, the clunky space vehicles, and the robots who ride them are literally ridiculous. The audience I watched it with applauded politely at the end when the main goodie finally got the main baddie, but it had neither the spontaneity nor the zest of the earlier applause at Jaws, which I saw on the same day. It is hard to account for the phenomenal international success of this film, and I will refrain from theorizing on the subject beyond observing that far more people go to, to McDonald's for hamburgers than for Chateaubriand. What is strange here is that so many people are willing to pay the box office equivalent of Chateaubriand prices for the movie equivalent of McDonald's leftovers. Wow. Damn. So that guy was... Sorry, really, George. <laughs> really going Yikes. against the buck. Ooh. Oh, boy. So he did not like the movie. He did way. not like the movie, no. He didn't. He does not like the movie is what I gathered from Boy, that. oh, boy. He didn't actually uh, attribute a star or thumbs up or thumbs down, so I don't, I don't actually know. But I'm assuming he didn't like the movie. No. <laughs> yeah. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice in Korea. Right? Oh, man. Boy. Well, I guess I took a different take <clears> on <throat> it. Because um, I first saw Star Wars when I was probably, what, in like second grade? Okay. I would say about. Used to be on uh, like USA a lot, the I had, original trilogy. We had the uh, the the tapes, the, uh, the like original 
probably the original the releases VHS. of uh, VHS tapes, mm-hmm. which if we kept them in mint condition would probably be worth something now because sure. they were like very original box art and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember them looking pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I watched it. I didn't really get... I didn't really get movies like that as a as a kid. I don't know. They were they were too. Uh, sci-fi was always really weird to me as a kid. I didn't unless it was Predator. Then I loved. Then it. you were on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's, but it's more of a space fantasy. Really, it wasn't until I was a teen that I really enjoyed latched on, and then it got crazy. Well, speaking of teens, so we've talked about this in the past too. That uh, when we were teens, we would just jerk off to anything. You you kids out there, listen to mm. this. Uh, you never, don't know what it was like before the internet. Where, never done that myself, but I oh, understand never, what you're talking about. Nah, yeah. <laughs> never. No. Linda Hamilton, you mm. didn't just... Mm, yeah. you, you outed yourself on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there is a scene in Return of the Jedi where there is a sexy lady doing a dance for Jabba the Hutt. That's right. Um, and it's pretty famously known that you can basically see her whole meat and potatoes while she's dancing around. She's innocent. <laughs> so this was a post I found on Today I Learned Reddit. Mm. Sure. Today I learned two Twi'lek dancers have wardrobe malfunctions in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Ula, the green Twi'lek, mm-hmm. and Lin Mi, the blue-white Twi'lek. Twi'leks, they have the long, uh, fleshy ponytails. Yes, the worm-like. <laughs> so those are anybody in the um, the Star Wars universe. Uh, Bib Fortuna, who is Jabba's major domo there sure, at yeah. the uh, palace. He's also a Twi'lek. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into this one. In Star Wars Return of the Jedi, everyone knows about the see-through top and wardrobe malfunction of Ula, the green Twi'lek dancer, but has the nip slip of Lin Mi, the blue-white Twi'lek dancer, been overlooked for all these years? <laughs> Seriously, I tried every Google search I could think of, but no results for Lin Mi, blue-white Twi'lek nip slip. <laughs> Is it possible that I'm the first to document this? <laughs> this guy's the Indiana Jones of uh, Star Wars <laughs> yeah. nip slips. The site at a far in a galaxy far away dot com claims that Ula is not just the most famous, but the only nip slip in Star Wars. Mm. But I guess we should have listened when Yoda said, "No, there is another." It's only about three frames long, and not only can you see the nipple peek out on the side, but you can even distinguish the lighter tone of the areola under the blue white body paint. Damn! This is also cross cross posted to our Star Wars not safe for work. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know about that subreddit. <laughs> yeah, I did not click around on After there. After hours, but... <laughs> I will take a gander. Um, I feel like, what else is on that besides the, besides nip slips? From, I guess, like, bad fan fiction and all that shit. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, fan art. Yeah, so, um, again, just if there is a chance of a one quarter of a breast being shown anywhere, somebody online is going to uh, write yeah. a long post about it. And you're like, you're typing all this... Into a browser that has capability of watching one trillion hours of pornography. <laughs> did, did I discover a nip yeah. slip in Star Wars? Now I will I will add that this was the um, updated edition. The blue dancer was added in the updated edition of, yes. which you may remember as Absolutely. being very very bad. Those very updates atrocious. There was a song and dance number added for. <laughs> Unnecessarily long song and dance. No number. actual reason. Very bad CGI. Oh yeah, really, astonishingly really bad. bad. Yeah, did not hold up. So much money involved and uh, produced uh, what looked like shitty Roger and Rabbit. Roger <laughs> Rabbit. Roger and Rabbit. Hmm. Uh, what was I? Uh, speaking of today, I learned subreddit. Here's another one. Okay. Today I learned the word Ewok was never used throughout the entire filming of Return of the Jedi only appears in the credits. It's fascinating. 
Well, user uh, Galaxy Ranger Bob, Uh-oh. who's a massive uh, pedant, there are many things like this that have crept away into canon. Many of the background characters were never named, yet had mm. to be given names to sell action figures. Mm-hmm. This is why I only consider the Lucas involved films to be canon, and I discount everything else, including Disney films, to be fanboy wankery and nothing else. Mm. Mm. So, for me, the guy that was force choked by Vader in the original, he's not named in the film, so he's just the guy who was force choked by <laughs> Vader and not Admiral Mahdi. The guy who was helping Lando with the machine on the back of his head is just Lando's silent second in command and not Lobot. Mm-hmm. So this guy's very pedantic. Yeah, uh, a user so. uh, uh, Pictor responds, but he is Lobot. The movies don't exist in a void. All the extra material that arises around it are still a part of the narrative. Galaxy Ranger Bob, only the narrative is part of the narrative. Hmm. If it isn't said out loud in the film, then it isn't a part of the story. It was only made up afterwards to please fans. Pictor says that is flat out wrong. You can disregard it if you like, but there is a lot of non-movie material that is considered completely canon. Those details, names, events, etc. are as much a part of the Star Wars setting as anything you see in the films. Galaxy Ranger Bob says, that's my point. Any other film besides fan-wake films like Star Wars don't create canon from non-movie material. You don't get non-movie material added to films like Dances with Wolves or American Beauty or Goodwill <laughs> Hunting because movies don't need that kind of fan wankery to be good. If Star Wars films can't be enjoyed or understood without the added material, then they don't deserve to be enjoyed at all. Pictor says Star Wars can totally be enjoyed without the extra material, but that material does add depth to the setting, and it's still a valid part of the setting. You can enjoy Episode Five without knowing the guy's name is Lobot, but his name is Lobot all the same. And finally, Galaxy Ranger Bob says... That's the thing. I can't enjoy Star Wars if I know that there are millions of people out there in the world who know that the character's name is Lobot, even though there's nothing in the film to tell me that. Oh, my God. I rest easy when I'm able to watch American Beauty and that there isn't some socially stunted, basement-dwelling, overweight man-child that has slash fic on his hard drive about the lesbian characters who are deciding to buy the house that Annette Benning's character is selling. So this guy hates uh, anything to do with Star Wars that's... Not the and I'm gonna guess he just doesn't like Star Wars in general. That is, that is insane. <laughs> now that is way out there for me. Yeah. Man, wow. Well, yeah. Considering who you are and what you care about. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but I, you know, you know, here's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree in in some aspects. Like I remember a while ago um, when Breaking Bad ended the show. Mm-hmm. There's theories about what the characters were doing afterwards. And I remember having some conversation with someone. I was like, "Well, they're not doing anything because they're not, like, they're they're not. Nothing's happening. Right. The, 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 once the show ended, that story is over. There's right. nothing more. Right. And it is. It's very pedantic, but it is extremely true as well. Anything you have is just some weird fan theory. In this case, when the guy who makes the movie is like, "Yeah, that's that's the character's name." I don't know. On the other hand, it is. It's also kind of like. A, when uh, J.K. Rowling says, uh, you <laughs> Dumbledore's, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Dumbledore's trans or whatever just decides that's the case. It's also like, well, well. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars is such one of those things that's been built on by so many people. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we'll get into the extended universe and all and what's canon and what's not later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Gosh, there's just so much content. It's like it's like a Marvel DC yeah. sort of thing where it's just like you want to write about it. That's cool. You know, there's stories about the people like the, the Cantina aliens. You know, whole novels about like the Absolutely. one guy you saw for 
four seconds. And we'll, we'll get into one of them, one of these kind of things later. Great. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's so, I mean, I, I guess to me it's fine. And if you don't want to accept that, that's fine. You can just. But it's also weird to like. Completely negate you, everything within the movie. If because you're talking to that guy about like, uh, remember in that scene with Lobot? Like, There's no such thing as Lobot. Like, uh, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you seem like an insane fucking freak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lobot. Now that's uh, interesting. I never understood that character. The he, dude he's with he's the, a guy with a machine on his head. Yeah, he's like. Who helped Lando up. I know who he is. I just never no, understood I'm the explaining what Galaxy Roger Bob knows him as. Okay. Well, in case you forgot. Oh, no, I'm not going to. too committed to the non-narrative canon. All right. Here's something that may or, not be, may or may not be canon. Um, this is from our fan theories. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a question. This is a statement. Incest isn't taboo in Alderaan. Uh, so the folks out there, uh, Alderaan is the planet that Princess Leia uh, grew up on after she uh, was taken from her dead mom and hidden by... General Kenobi, is that right? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then Alderaan was destroyed by the Death Star. By First Death, Death Star. Star. Yeah. Of three. All right, this is from user I'm Boba Fett, which you got him. Are there three Death Stars? Uh, well, there's the, the planet, there's the third one in the. Uh, oh, in the sequels? The main, the mm-hmm. ones that are out now? Yeah. All right. Leia says she always knew that Luke was her brother, but kissed him anyways. A popular and maybe canon explanation is that she knew because of the Force, which is also why she remembers her mom. She does not seem to feel embarrassed of kissing her brother, and apparently she knew what she was doing, so there you go. So, mm. the canon explanation for... So, the response to this one is, even if this were true, she didn't grow up with siblings on Alderaan for her to participate in incest with. And even if she did it with her adoptive parents, which didn't happen, that's freaking common sense and it's too dark even for Star Wars... <laughs> It wouldn't feel right for her, in my opinion. I feel like her saying she somehow always knew was just her way of having a gut feeling but saying, screw it. And maybe deep down she felt, oh, wow, he is my brother. I guess I was right. Oh, and I kissed him. But on the outside, she didn't care as she had had Han instead. Right. There's so, a lot of stuff. <laughs> are these people trying to like retcon Star Wars into being like uh, to, Game to, of Thrones or something yeah, like I, that? Yeah, I think, I think that's, yeah, I think that's what it is. is it's that. pretty clear that. George had no intentions of them being related. No, that not, first movie, not none whatsoever. Even in Empire, when they kiss, at some point, right? The beginning, yeah, yeah. There, I don't, I don't know. Was, was well, no, because in that movie, is that the one where Yoda says there is another? Uh huh. And it winds up later being Leia. No, is no. I think that's the beginning of Return of the Jedi because okay. they were like tying up loose ends in that one. Sure, yeah. So there was no intention of those two being related until. The third movie, probably. Yeah. Great. Yeah, some people like to think uh, George had this master plan, like everything for every movie written out. No. 40 years ago. He was ago. just shooting from the hip <laughs> the entire time. No idea the fuck There was, was rewrites going on all the time for those yeah. while the movies were going. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, you ever read Splinter of the Mind's Eye? Mm-mm. It was the, uh, the very first ever expanded universe thing. It was a book written by Alan Dean Foster in 1978 after the the first the first okay, movie. Okay, I've heard of I I never read it though. And uh like there's like a thing with Luke and Leia in it. They have like a tryst or something like that and then and then they're they fight in a swamp for some reason. Sure. But um yeah, there was no intention for any of that stuff. It just worked out that way. I'm sure George has had this epiphany when making Return of the Jedi. I think the whole thing is that you got to kind of give Leia purpose for sticking around outside of 
or just kind of give her closure because her story really didn't have any closure outside yeah. of all oh, with with Han. With, with Han. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess it helped to uh, put another Force person in there. That's sort of the idea. Was like <laughs> yeah. So that later in, in a later movie, she could <clears throat> sure. Fly yeah. Oh my god. Yikes. <laughs> That stunk. That stunk out loud, folks. Uh, this is a Shower Thoughts post on Reddit. Okay. Out of the millions who saw Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back in 1980 theater, at least one person went to the restroom or missed the scene where Darth Vader reveals he is Luke's father. Yeah, okay. Interesting idea. Most li- most likely that happened. So that person walked in. Uh, user, why Google is sexist, respond... <laughs> This guy's real edgy. Not exactly mind-blowing. The first Star Wars were so lame compared to Close Encounters that most of us Whoa. would not dare waste the hard-earned cash we had on this bollocks. Wow. The people that went to the bathroom were probably killing time as they had no goddamn Uber back then. Yeah. So, Classic uh, time waster of going to the bathroom yeah. <laughs> while I'm at the movies. Yeah, so uh, you know the most uh, popular movie in history... People clearly didn't give a there shit about is, it. There's some staunch lines in the sand on, on that course, one, yeah. huh? Well, it, anything popular, of course. Yeah. yeah. But uh, God, I love yeah. the way that this guy, his revisionist history, like everyone was so so anti-Star Wars back then. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, they, they'd rather spend their time in a movie, a 1970s movie theater bathroom. Just waiting just around for Uber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who the hell Ubers in the movie theater? I would if I went to one of those dinner ones where you can get... Dinner and a drinks. Yeah, blasted. Mm -hmm. This is on Wikipedia discussion page for our favorite uh, droid, C-3PO. C-3PO is... discussion page, that's... C-3PO, he is, i say, probably the most hated Star Wars character. Jar Jar Binks. I'd say they're probably neck and neck. Yeah, so this this is... so on the Wikipedia discussion page, there was a a little section there called titled C-3PO Gay? Question mark. Keep in mind he is a robot. Sure. Let's not forget that. Who here thinks C-3PO is gay? There was this guy on Wikipedia who kept vandalizing the article, making it say he was gay. He got banned for doing so, but it did really get me thinking. Which is just... That guy went out strong, by the way. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> vandalizing yeah, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Just say C-3PO's gay. <laughs> I got rules. <laughs> I have a couple more uh, C-3PO hate posts. Sure, yeah, yeah. At uh, Eat My Halo on Twitter says, I hate C-3PO. He makes robots look stupid. Robots are cool and dangerous, not glorified butlers. Universally, robots are cool, this guy says. Yeah. Jennifer Berg says it's universal that Star Wars is awesome and everyone hates C-3PO. And if you don't hate him, I just don't think I can trust you as a person. Just well, saying. Just saying. Just saying. Bonanza Bangs says I physically tensed up when C-3PO appeared in The Last Jedi. I hate that dumb droid. He should have been pwned a long time ago. <laughs> and just saying. Pepsi Farm Boy says every single droid in Star Wars is so full of hate it's unbelievable. I love those droids. Except for C-3PO, he's a limp piece of white bread. Wow. So. Damn. Yeah, honestly, all the droids in Star Wars are pretty dumb. They are. They are, You got your garbage can on with the little legs. Okay. Which, uh, Weird that you start with that one. With the R2? 
Oh, is that what he? Oh, I was thinking. Oh, oh, there's he, that the one gonk, literal gonk, gonk. garbage can with legs. <laughs> like it looks just like walking the around McDonald's garbage gonk, can. Gonk, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, there's that. Because doesn't have legs. He has, yeah, it does. He has, he has wheels. Yeah, but he has legs. The wheels are. Uh, those don't operate like like legs. Okay, I would say. Sure. <laughs> I mean, R two is pretty cool, but then they kind of uh, miss the mark in the prequel or the prequel movies where they start giving him all these like he could yeah, fly yeah. and yeah, he had like all the tools and shit. He's still around in the the current movies, right? Yeah, he and three P yeah. are both still around. Both there's fly. kind of a running gag because, um, God, so there's a. In Return or no Empire Strikes Back, three PO has a different colored leg. Do you remember sure. this arm? No, no. So he has a silver leg in Empire Strikes Back, mm. and then in the the what is it? The Force Awakens. He has a red arm. Yes, but okay. there's multiple points. So he gets like blown up mm-hmm. in Empire. He's disassembled in Attack of the Clones. Sure, yeah, yeah. He's you know. So there's just this recurring thing. There's this skeletal thing in Phantom Menace. Oh, God, my God. Anna, some, for some reason, Anakin built this fucking thing. That, George, and the the first Star Wars movie George really Lucas sucks. wrote after, uh, by himself, after uh, A New Hope, and mm-hmm. that was his idea. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of ideas in the prequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not great. Uh, I have one more post about the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. This was submitted by a patron. An avid listener, the Malicious Echo. Oh, terrific. From our Star Wars thread titled, Has Star Wars Influenced Your Life or Career in a Massive Way? Oh, boy. So, user <laughs> under the Milky Way, been waiting a long time to tell my story. Oh, no. Both my kids have Star Wars names. My daughter was born on May 4th. I made that happen. I've had a dog named Chewie, and the kids have a dog named Wicket. And finally, my newest doggo is named Isley. Bonus points if you get the Star Wars reference. Not well, many do. Most Eisley Spaceport. Yeah. I think everyone on the Star Wars subreddit will understand that fucking reference. Yeah. I grew up in the original trilogy. My son grew up on the prequels, and he was pulled out of school to go see all three movies on opening day. Good God. And finally, my daughter's growing up on the new generation trilogy. Have had a Death Star and a TIE Fighter hanging from my rearview mirror in the car for a couple decades now. It's here to remind me to use the Force to get through the day. I have one last one, but it's mostly a joke. My son's name is Luke, and I have asthma. I am his father. I don't need a mask. Have asthma medication. So, thanks to uh, Militia Sego for sending in a pretty heartwarming story. It is. I, uh, so we I can mean, make fun of a guy for just being a nice guy. Just for enjoying something. Thanks yeah. to our listeners for shitting all over someone that we... Uh, it's probably a really great guy, and of course, we would never do anything like that to strangers on the internet. Now, this was your post? This was uh, at husband's... Wait a second. <laughs> oh, you want to move on to the prequels? Uh, can I close out You the... can, of course, close it out with the uh, one of the, the OT, original trilogy. Yeah. This is... Uh, why do people treat Chewbacca like that? Mm. From our Ask Science Fiction. Okay. They act like he's an animal, or refer to him as a thing. With the vast amount of unique-looking alien species in the galaxy, why do people treat Chewbacca in such a specifically degrading manner, especially Leia? Good point. The response to this is, the only time she insults him is on board the Death Star after she's been rescued, and all she does is call him a walking carpet. Yes, she was raised in a wealthy and powerful family, but Alderaan was a famous across the galaxy for his cosmopolitan culture 
and general attitude of tolerance towards all forms of life. Moreover, Baal Organa specifically was a morally upright person who worked alongside members of countless non-human species every single day as a senator. Okay, He wouldn't have held any prejudices against them, and certainly wouldn't have taught Leia to be prejudiced herself. I think it's important to take into consideration that at that specific point in time, Leia insulted Chewbacca. She was having the absolute worst day of her entire life. She'd just seen her home planet blown to space dust along with everyone she knew and loved, then was tortured for hours by a Sith Lord, and finally was left in a cold metal cell to just to lie on her bunk and wait until Tarkin finally sent someone to put a blaster bolt in her head. One angry racist comment made in the heat of the moment and under the threat of imminent death doesn't mean that she views Ch- Chewbacca as inherently less than herself or humans in general. Walking carpet is a racist comment in the in the mm, Star Wars. So. Yeah, she just That's briefly canon. lost control of herself due to pressure of the situation. And considering that ninety five percent of people would be tear streaked, catatonic wreck after experiencing what she went through, it's admirable that she managed to hold herself together as well as she did. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. If anything, it's a wonder that Luke isn't racist. He's a farm boy from a rural backwater planet where it's still acceptable to refer his Tusken Raiders as sand people. Right. You got to wonder about the kind of things Uncle Owen used to say at the dinner table after he had a little too bit, bit too much of Tatooine's equivalent of whatever Budweiser is. Oh, the blue stuff, right? The blue milk? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Or the green milk. Now, we know from the prequels, which we'll talk about next, that there still is racism. When you had the uh, uh, guy named... Uh, I think uh, Newt Gunroy is the name of the uh, the the, <laughs> the viceroy guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, what did now? What did that guy sound like? You I'm remember? not doing. <laughs> you did the voice. I'm not doing this. <laughs> oh, we are so happy to have you, it's, Jedi. It's, yeah. it's the uh, like 1940s Charlie Chan white guy it's really doing a. And Lucas, well, we know Lucas was inspired by that era, samurai kind of of yeah. a film. Yeah, we didn't know he was also inspired by. The pulp uh, uh, stuff, right? Um, Americans' feelings towards <laughs> Japanese back then. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, and the prequels, um, I have one post uh, to discuss. Okay. Regarding the prequels. So the prequels, of course, came out in 1997. I'm curious. Was it 97 or 99? Ah, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> when they came out, big deal. Of course, Phantom Menace, huge. Uh, it was 99. Um now, what was your... You were excited about it. Oh, yeah. Because I was like... And I enjoyed all of them. But, uh, I was... Every last one of them. I was big because I was like... Star Wars was like my thing mm-hmm. like as a kid. And that was like... We've, again, discussed before, like, 94, like, all the Kenner toys started coming out. Sure. Like, they were amping up. And then, like, five years later, you get... I remember when they were like, there's going to be a new Star Wars. And I was like, full of shit. And then... Yeah. Well, 97 is when they did... They did the re-release of right. all three um, for uh, for the theaters. Right. And that's when I first saw the twenty. Uh, what was that? The twentieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw all of them in theaters for the first time, and I think it was the first time I watched all of them in their in their entirety. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be on at home, but I would just you know go back for and forth sure. in the room. Um, so you know, obviously, real excited, and I loved all of them. I thought I remember the second uh, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was the best movie I've ever seen in my life when I saw it in the theaters. That was, what, what, 2002 or something? Yeah, like I was too old to think that. Right. <laughs> Cause, and especially yeah. looking back, it yeah. sucks. It's one of the shittiest movies possible. Um, but, uh, yeah, when I was just like, yeah, Star Wars, fucking great, love it. Yeah. Don't, give a, don't give a shit what you put on the screen, clearly. Um, 
this po- I have one post to read about the prequels, and it doesn't have anything to do with the prequels. Okay, great. This is an article shared on Facebook talking about Natalie Portman okay. and uh, her se- success based on the Star Wars movies. So someone left a comment on this Facebook post. Look at her. At my current age, earning millions, becoming a celebrity, beautiful and cute, important character of one of most, if not the most, recognizable movie franchises ever. Look at me, working on the first shit I can find. Not dissing, I worked there, but it's not what I hoped for. Alone, broke, as shit, depressed. Maybe that's why I like her. Not her personally, but since this is Star Wars, I talk about her. I talk a lot about her, but honestly, I'd love to eat her pussy, but not just because I have a crush. Don't get me started, you fucking retard. Shut up. But using her as an example for all women that could fit my choice, let's call it that, because she's the complete opposite of that. Uh, complete opposite of me. While I was left to rot in hell, maybe I deserve it. No, I don't deserve it, but I didn't do the right choices. I feel like I trashed my whole life, and now I'm going to live my whole life in regret, sadly. But whatever, this is how it is. Nothing I can do. Now, we did the true crime last <laughs> week, right? This is, not a, this is a holdover from This that? is an insane person wow. on Facebook making, a, making, <laughs> making some comments <laughs> about Natalie Portman, who, uh, you know, hey, she's doing great. She was uh, Padme. Padme. Padme and Queen Amidala. Yeah, one and the same. Yeah. That confused the hell out of me. Yeah, that was not a good... That was not done very well. One of only a couple of things they didn't do well in Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a great, great post. You said that was your only thing about the prequels? (laughs) That was the most outstanding thing I could find regarding (laughs) regarding the prequels. All right, well, I have a... I actually have a prequel post here, too. Now, uh... I thought you were going to go one way with your little comment on racism, but uh, we talked again about, uh, in one of the other episodes, I don't even know what if it was a bonus or whatever, but uh, about a certain character named Watto who appears in Watto, yep. the prequels now. Yeah, Watto. Uh, what does Watto sound like? Uh, and uh, he has some characteristics that people were a little... Yeah, he's... um. What is what? What would you say? What? What's the word you would use? Well, let's uh, let's go to the net for this. Let's go to the the, the, the internet. The internet here. Okay. So, I uh, stumbled upon the uh, website JewOrNotJew.com and uh, found a. Hey, why you gotta do this to me? <laughs> found a profile for a a certain character, Star Wars character, both the name of Watto. So let's yeah, just huge nose on this big nose who's creature. A, who really likes fat alien money. cheap? Yeah. For those who don't remember or are trying to forget, Watto is the gambling slave-owning blue imp from Star Wars Episode One. And if you don't remember him, you're probably also forgotten that there was quite a bit to do about our flying friend at the time. You see, all the usual suspects were suddenly up in arms about the fact that since he had a big nose and loved money, Watto must be intended to be a Jew. <laughs> So everyone's pissed about the negative Jewish stereotypes in Star Wars. Jewish Lucas is an anti-Semite, blah, blah, blah. What a load of bullshit. If a character is designated as Jewish and is portrayed as loving money, having a big nose, being henpecked by women, whatever, that's a negative <laughs> Jewish stereotype and the creator should be called to task. But if a character has a big nose and loves money and the anti-defamation leg or however says that makes him or her Jewish, well, that's not the creator of the character spreading negative stereotypes. That's the Jews themselves. Watto doesn't what? wear a yarmulke or a tense shawl. He isn't studious, intelligent, or well-spoken. What? He neither... <laughs> 
What if you, what if water wore younger? <laughs> That'd be so good. He neither gives to his community nor adds anything to the society at large. These are the stereotypes of Jews we're happy to have, and these are the stereotypes of Jews we should be to everything we can to reinforce. The more we attach the negative to ourselves, the more we spread them. Like the anti-Semites don't make it hard enough. The next time you see some super schnoz, coin-obsessed, mama's boy character floating around the fictional universe, you can form whatever opinion you have of him that you want. But let's be clear, he's not a Jew. Verdict, not a Jew. <laughs> so that is a post on a Star Wars character from the website JewOrNotJew.com. Gotta go uh, to that post, website more. That's, posted July 16th of 2007. Could really use that website for a lot of things, yeah. So... What if Wadu had a yarmulke? What if he had the uh, had the, the girls, little, little yeah. paisley thing, whatever the fuck they're called? That would be the best thing in cinema history. I there think. has to be like a Mad Magazine, like like comic with like that. Yeah, but that ha- whole thing. But what is a Mad Magazine parody of a already ridiculous stereotype? How do you do that? You yeah. know? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't need to do so. So their theory was the fact that the creator didn't say it was Jewish, that means it wasn't? Correct. That doesn't make any fucking sense. So this is an argument against uh, pro-Watto, anti-anti-Semitism. The anti-defamation league or whatever. But should be, if you are going to show a Jewish person to do the good aspects, like giving back to your community. Sure, yeah, yeah. Which Watto did not do. No. Watto's not a very charitable guy, I would say. No. Very cheap. Big nosed alien. Mm-hmm. I'm not even. Gonna, yeah. So let's move. I want to move on to the new trilogy, if you okay. don't mind, which yeah, is uh, the sequel trilogy. I think is what it's actually called. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of posts online regarding this. Boy, howdy, thing. are there? People yes, have yes, opinions. Yes. Let's start. Um, this was a Reddit thread on our movies. This is when the first poster was released for The Force Awakens. Okay. Back, this is back in 2015. User Bionics90. So from the young protagonist, we have a black guy and a woman. The young Wedge Antilles guy definitely looks secondary. Thanks for making this all politically correct, Disney. Next thing, we're having a gay guy and an Asian woman protagonist. Well. (laughs) What happened with the predominantly Caucasian galaxy of my childhood? Trying really hard not to sound racist, and likely failing. (laughs) But what's wrong with having a bunch of white guys be the main characters? Hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with hey, that. Hey, he tried, right? right? He sure. really tried. <laughs> Not trying to sound racist. <laughs> but uh, here's but. some racist shit for you. <laughs> and later in that thread, um, user uh, Portgas said, uh, looks great. I really love that uh, Daisy Ridley's character is at the front. And a uh, user who since deleted their account responded, sure. why? Girl power or an actual valid reason? Portgas responds, the more they show her at the front of the posters, the more it confirms that she's the main character. Refreshing to see a non-lightsaber-wielding male character in Star Wars. And yes, girl power too. Always nice to see more female leads in big blockbusters. Hmm. And our deleted friend responded, Eh, I don't buy into the empowering feminist propaganda. Women are strong. We don't need to advertise it. Keep that out of my favorite movies, please. Show strong women, of course, but don't exaggerate it to appeal to some kind of gender fanatic. Sure. Yeah, gender fanatic. Wow. Yeah. So, woman being strong, showing us strong in his, his favorite movies, a movie he hasn't seen yet, of course. Yeah. Um, 
is uh, appealing to gender fanatics. God forbid that you use one of the most popular pop culture phenomenons in the history of the universe to uh, include everyone. Sure, yeah. That's absurd, of course. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, I have submitted posts from one of our listeners. This is from April. Great. um, That she passed over to me. Uh, what is commonly referred to as the 4chan cuckball post. Oh, okay. Not okay. familiar with this one. So this is an image post where it's a bunch of screenshots um, mixed in with interracial pornography with a bunch of words over top of it. So April was very kind enough to go in and actually uh, pull all the text out and recopy it so that I could put it into my file. So, so, uh, so I'm just going to read off what these captions over the images are. Please. Disney is using subliminal conditioning in Star Wars The Force Awakens. The white female audience is conditioned to identify with the heroic female with her cuck staffed, shaped like a large black member, grasped at hand at all times. They must be conditioned to become attracted to the black male lead. Who is the white male audience supposed to identify with? Simple. The little white cuck ball. The nebbish, quiet, white beta orbiter character attaches itself to the white female lead but is almost almost sold off unsuccessfully at one point. It is forced to watch the romance unfold. And then this is over a picture of Kylo Ren. White males equal angry, pathological, white supremacist slash Christian villains. Worship Vader as Christ slash Hitler figure. A generation of young girls will dress up as Rey with her black staff, psychologically priming them to seek men like the black male lead. Millions of future white babies will be wiped out by this all-out cultural conditioning assault as white males are demonized. Yeah, I, I actually do. I do know that post. From <laughs> once you started really getting into it, and that's well, a few good points. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that is uh, uh, f- the norm. I would say for. Uh, for this, these people, for the new, for the the responses, that is a very borderline response for the new sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, that, which is insane to say that that's like standard. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah you see, you see a lot of that. Um, the kind of responses that I feel like no matter what th- would still be there because these guys just post stuff like that about everything. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it doesn't matter what the what right. the content is. Yeah, it doesn't just, matter what the the main. The, who would have been cast in these sequels? It would have been similar responses. So. Mm. Um, Did you have anything about the um, what's the next? Uh, the Last Jedi with the uh, Asian lead? Because I looked I have at a lot some of, of the that. Last Jedi stuff. Um, okay, I don't know how much of it is uh, Asian because that was a big because one of the main characters or when yeah and one main characters in that yeah. Is. An Asian Ooh, lady. Boy. People didn't like that. She, they did she kissed like the black it. guy at one point in the movie. Really, really don't like that. Yeah, the, I was going to add some of that stuff, but some of that is just so, the vitriol is just It's so. really hard to, you know, you get one sampling of that, you get a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a, a little bit different. Um, this was uh, posted on uh, R Off My Chest. Mm-hmm. This is right after The Force Awakens came out. Okay. To the sad, pathetic Redditor who PM'd me with Star Wars spoilers, you ruined what should have been a one-of-a-kind joyous night. I don't care if it leads to the dark side. I hate you. 
I do. Wow. I know you take pleasure in my pain, but I can't imagine the lack of love in your life that leads to someone like you to get off on trolling people like that. I have a wonderful 12-year-old fangirl daughter who will see the film with me tonight, and I will teach her joyous reactions throughout. And that is much more satisfying than an emotionless pig like you will ever know. Comment from a user, the Catterson. These kind of pricks don't care for anyone but themselves. They're the type of people who are accidental on birth, and at the end, they don't give a shit who they spoil moments towards because they are selfish cunts who are begging to go out in the streets and get beaten to the point of death. Wow. There is no excuse. You're either a waste of space who will always be brandished as a cunt, or you can choose to keep the spoiler to yourself and know you're setting a great example. But most choose the former because they are inconsiderate cunts who are too selfish. They would probably let their family die in a fire whilst he or she saves their mobile phone. Now, this is about a Star Wars movie. This right? is about uh, someone uh, sending sp- a spoiler for The Force Jesus Awakens Christ. to someone else on Reddit. <laughs> let me ask you, so... Uh, yeah. When you first saw The Force Awakens, what do you think of that, the first one? I wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of it. I don't know. You know, it, to me, it's... It, it's very... Uh, it felt like a Star Wars movie, which was cool. Like an, like an honest to God. Like, it was like... I, well, it felt like the first one. Right. It, it had similar. that same feeling of, like, when I first, you know, remember watching it as a kid... But it is basically for it really is like the same movie. It also it had the problem as uh, um, the last Jedi had even even worse. It was uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of quips, which I guess is just common in as we talk about the yeah, Marvel. Yeah, I think episodes, that's just the, the new. Is how that shit goes in uh, action movies nowadays. Yeah, actually, well, let that leads right into sure. my anyway, so you uh, mentioned. Uh, Blue Milk earlier. Yep. So there's a scene in The Last Jedi mm-hmm. where <laughs> uh, it goes about showing what Luke Skywalker's normal day in his exile is like. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about? He's jumping around the cliffs. He's oh, yeah. People seem to really hate that scene, though. A lot of Star Wars geeks do not like there's a certain any of that point, Luke stuff in that Well, movie. there's a certain point in that scene where he uh, goes out to a large mammalian creature yeah. and uh, milks it and gets some green milk. Mm-hmm. This is a post from Twitter from Greg Ames. Greggy. Have you ever had t- someone argue with you defending the tit milk scene from The Last Jedi and calling it art and claiming you got offended because you thought it was gross? Yeah, never happened to me either. This one's from Arya. Of Game of Thrones. Uh, just spelled different. Okay. So. It's been a year since The Last Jedi took one of my favorite fictional characters in history and turned him into a grumpy curmudgeon who drinks alien titty milk with no explanation or depth as to why and provided no growth for the new character I love. Happy anniversary. So, there is a lot of uh, titty milk hate. I even found somebody wrote a thesis on the difference between blue milk and green milk and what that means for the trilogies. Great. The underlying stuff. Very healthy thing to do. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah, what do you think of Luke's character? In the the yeah, it very, seemed like a waste of his character. Very weird. It was very. He was too goofy. I you know what it, I, I I get what it was, but it's also like, he, like angry. It's really weird. It's like that whole like aloof. Okay, so you got like when you first meet Yoda, right? He's mm-hmm. like this little. <laughs> you ever seen the Twitter post? that's like a. I'm watching Star Wars and there's little pigs everywhere and it's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very, that's a very fun post. But uh, 
you first meet him and he's like crawling around and he's yeah. like stealing food and shit and he's like acting like a, a nut but he's like okay this guy's been exiled for power long right but he's acting like a nut he's doing a bit he's doing a bit right yeah and i think that's kind of what they were trying to do with luke but like you've already seen luke for what at this point mm-hmm. four well three three movies right but he's not he's not he's not being aloof he's being like an asshole he's being an asshole yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's very I different and then they t- it goes into the whole thing about like how like Ky- you know the kylo thing and like yeah trying- sure but I, yeah, all that shit just seems, there seems like there's like more storyline that they didn't put in. You're just supposed to read between the lines, but then that leaves like these huge gaps where it's mm-hmm. like, why is he, why is this character that it was like the, like one, like one good character throughout the an asshole defining now? character of the series. There should be a lot of, that character has been treated with kid gloves, made sure, sure. it was the most perfect possible. But no, he's just an old homeless guy weird. who disappears and like that's... Yeah, it seemed like they wanted to make... They seem to have like... Uh, we we're going to make the old characters be very secondary to the new ones. You're, yeah, you're not going to like the characters that you knew. Which is an odd choice. Because so, uh, even the thing with like Chewbacca eating those little... Cooking and eating the little... What are they? Porgs? The yeah, little why, puffin? Why, why, was why that do happen? that? Because then it's just like, well, that's... That's that a long sucks. goofy scene, yeah. Yeah, but then it's just like this whole thing where you're like, oh, I'm not. So to find out Chewbacca is just like killing animals and cooking yeah. is not great either. We don't need to see that. Um, the movie Rogue One, did you see that? I did. Yeah. I saw it. I don't remember it at all. It's not. It, it's, it seemed very. It's forget. not very memorable. I'll watch it again. I don't think I, I just. I don't know. It didn't grab me. But um, I also do hear that it's people's favorite of the Disney uh, Star Wars movies, so I'll give it another shot at some point. Uh, this When Rogue One was announced, and a fan on Reddit saw that it had a female lead. Mm. A major factor that makes a movie more enjoyable is our ability to empathize with the protagonist. Casting a female lead instead of a male lead is just one extra very unnecessary step to jerk us out of the immersiveness of the movie. Mm. Sure, yeah, why not? So, <laughs> yeah, because you know any woman... Well, women don't. Wa- women would never watch a movie, so it's only only fellas <laughs> can watch allowed. movies. I mean, hey, let's not let's not <laughs> split hairs here. Yeah. Oh fuck! So you gotta you gotta wonder what guys like that how how often they interact with women. Uh, Few and far between. Yeah, would be probably my, their cashier. Would be my. I was gonna say the women. Then, the they don't woman make eye cuts contact. their hair, but that's not gonna. They don't make eye contact not. with the cashier either. There is nothing. They're looking down the whole time. I have a similar post. It's a bit longer. Great. And it's uh, for when Solo came out, which is... The other non-linear, whatever. whatever. And this is a guy talking about so Soilo, a Soy Wars story. Oh, this is from no. R. The Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but liberal identity politics has ruined Star Wars. Yes, of course it has. I was born in the 1970s. I grew up with Star Wars. It was my favorite thing ever during my formative years. I read books, collected figures, toys, and comics. I introduced my kids to the universe early and often. Since Empire, I've never missed an opening Star Wars weekend. I have every movie in multiple formats. Ugh. Even bought Star Wars toys for my pets. However, The Last Jedi absolutely ruined Star Wars for me. 
The signaling was grotesque, not even considering how awful that movie was on the surface. Solo is the first Star Wars movie I refuse to watch. I won't go see another one, ever. I would also like to point out that the advertising campaign for Star Wars merchandise has taken a decidedly anti-white male turn as well. The toy commercials now feature 99% non-white males. The star is usually an Asian or black boy or a white female. In most of the commercials, they will not be any white male children. The rare commercials that have a white male child have that child playing exclusively with the bad guy toys and getting their asses kicked. This is true of Hasbro figures and Lego sets. In the more grown-up commercials, such as car commercials, music commercials, and other Star Wars-themed advertisements, white males only appear in the form of soy boys imitating Chewbacca, while the hero roles all go to white women, black, or Asian men. Of course, this also reflects what they have done to the white male characters in the films. Han Solo became a deadbeat dad who abandoned his family when things got tough to sell tentacle monsters to Asian space pirates. Luke Skywalker abandoned his friends, family, and the entire galaxy that he had worked so hard to save when he tried to murder his own nephew. He then went into hiding like a cowardly bitch for a decade and allowed everything he had had fought for to burn. The greatest heroes in Star Wars were reduced to cowards. Meanwhile, every female character was elevated to perfection status, and all male, male hero characters are now minorities. White males exist now only to portray incompetent bad guys. Kathleen Kennedy seems to have declared war on white males, who have always been the primary audience and consumers of the Star Wars franchise. Kathleen Kennedy is the... Executive she's, producer. She's a new, like, what, CEO or something? of CF Disney something or other. Something like that, yeah. yeah. She's, she's been a movie she's the gal for a while. Yeah, the, yeah. At, at Star Wars. She did all the Indiana Jones movies, too. Star Wars will never recover until she has been forced to resign, which should happen soon after the box office disaster of Sol- Soy Low, a Soy Wars Sorry, <laughs> and the extreme div- divisive The Last Jedi, which was also box office disappointment. It did well by riding the coattails of The Force Awakens, but they expected it to do so much better than it did. All I have to say is burn, baby, burn. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> it, is, it is funny that Solo was considered like a box office failure despite making half a billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think they were coming out with them too quick. It it came like what, four months after a last Jedi or something Mm -hmm. like that. It was like the summertime. (laughs) And then there was supposed to be a Boba Fett movie that they canceled. It's going to be a TV show now or something like that. John Favreau directing really. Yeah. Now it's, now it's going to be a streaming thing on Disney's streaming thing. So, um, and then I saw like, there's going to be six new Disney, uh, Star Wars movies a year on some platform or something. Not like just it will become very, very saturated. There was a point where like, like after like years and years, a decade plus of loving this stuff where it was just like, there was so much of it where I was just like, I'm, I can't I'm, mm-hmm. like my brain was just like snap. Like don't care. I, I it has to do not care point. about Star Wars anymore. Do not yeah. care about it. Well, like with the expanded universe, which we'll get into shortly. Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of that. Um, so, uh, a lot of guys obviously do not like The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. This is a post on the, the Facebook group Boycott Disney Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And this is a post about how director Ryan Johnson killed Luke Skywalker. Spoiler. So, Luke Skywalker dies in the latest film. Mm-hmm. Um, a gentleman named Rob Brown responds to this post. Luke Skywalker is the embodiment of hope. 
He is a direct reference to Galahad and a dozen or more great heroes. Killing Luke, I was prepared for, but not for them to corrupt him first. Ruin Johnson is just a vandal. He sees others have made something beautiful that inspires millions, and he is so full of hate and jealousy and wants to kill what is beyond his talent to create. In many ways, he is a psychological rapist. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Hmm. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> Godly. Real, real, real tough. Real, real Star Wars fan hours here. Hey, this is a uh, on Twitter. I don't know if you heard about this. There's a petition or something going around to remake the Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, post going around. Hey, our team of producers is offering to cover the budget for a remake of the Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars. Share this and spread the word to let Robert Iger and Disney know you want this. This isn't a joke. We're ready to start the convo now. Mm-hmm. People, um, people looking to pay lots of their own money to get the right version of uh, a of a movie made up story. Like there was even talks of like we're gonna have fans write the script together and all that. I remember that. I remember that. The most fucked up possible thing to I do. I also remember uh, somebody like quote tweeting that at Mark Hamill, and he's like, "I'll never fucking do it." So yeah. good luck, yeah. which is pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's so that's pretty good. I gotta be honest though, uh, Mark Hamill is not a great actor, so they could probably do better than that. I thought he was pretty shitty in uh, Last Jedi. He's just not. He's never, he's never been a great. He's always like. Above a soap opera. But I was going to go to Kashi Station and pick up Power Converter. Yeah, that, I mean, that's like that. It just forever. Yeah, like he's a guy who's like grandfathered into being. He's a legend. He's, he's like William Shatner. Complete legend, but sort of lucked into <laughs> becoming a legend. He's sure. not actually a good actor. You just got to look at. As I saw several posts online indicate that uh, in terms of people who actually became actors after you have a. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, she did stuff. I mean, not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of people who like actually acted for a living for a long time after, pretty short list. I guess it's true. Yeah, a lot, a lot of a uh, parts. And, and, stuff. and Carrie Fisher is like the daughter of a legend as well, which helps. Two legends, yeah. Real quick, this is a post about Kathleen Kennedy. Okay, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, saying someone said she should be fired. Not just fired, she belongs in jail for turning one of the most inspiring film franchises ever into a toxic political propaganda machine. A repulsive creature like her wouldn't be able to survive a day in nature. Forces of nature would very probably eliminate a toxic mistake like her from the ecosystem. And yet in the abominable laboratory experiment called the Modern USA, she is considered a leader. Her level of pure evilness and stupidity rivals that of ISIS or any other terrorist organization you can think of. Boy, oh boy. Yep. That lady that may have helped uh, Steven Spielberg get um, in clo- Close Encounters of the Third Kind made. She is a real... She's sister. basically like ISIS. She's Hitler. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. Fuck you, Catholic. I know you're listening, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Real good shit there, folks. You got any more on uh, the Sikhs? 
I don't. I just have a little bit of extended universe stuff, but uh, I do have. It is expanded universe. Oh, I'll watch you before oh. you. Okay, so this actually this leads right in. So Very, I'm you're the pedantic one tonight. You're the uh, big time Star Wars guy because uh, in the the lore for you for your podcast uh, <laughs> history, you're well known for reading a lot of the. Ex- I have read them. Yeah, extended, <laughs> fair extended amount. Extended or expanded. Expanded. Okay. And I will say, I was actually more into that than the movies. Right. So what I want to do is I have a list of six characters here that oh I boy. pulled from different sources. I'm not going to do this. And I want to see if you know who they are. This is some sort of weird conundrum thing coming back. It's similar, but it's but I, I just it's just All just right. a little test. All right. So That's the first one, uh, Prince Shizor. That's from Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> yes, yeah. He's a crime lord from Shadows of the Empire. Okay, great. This is bad. Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb is from the movies. Right. He's right. the little the little guy that sits next to Jabba the Hutt's. Uh, oh, boy. That's this correct. That's not good for yes, me. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> All right. Bosk. Ooh, I know the, I know the name. B-O-S-S-K. Oh, God, I can't think. I want to say he's the pig-like creature on uh, Jabba's... Thing it's he not that. no he's the lizard bounty lizard hunter. guy lizard bounty yep. yeah all right yep yep two one b two one b that the medical droid that is the medical <laughs> droid that takes care of Luke <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back all right oh no Doctor Evazen Doctor Evazen mm, that doesn't sound familiar that's a tough at all. one all right this is the guy that's with the walrus guy in Kent that says mm. I don't like you and my friend doesn't like you either he was a doctor he was a doctor yeah he was an MD how about that alright last one this one's kind of really out there this is Salt Murray Salt Murray give me a hint uh, he's also known as Yak Face well I'm assuming it's the guy from the Yak Face guy from the cantina right uh, it's the Yak Face guy from Java Sail Barge Java Sail Barge yeah, okay so. But I, I mean, I appreciate you it. got what? Uh, what's about about sixty six percent out of that? Yeah. So that's not bad. It's more not than bad. it should have been. <laughs> the ones I got, I got. I, I, I came. I thought of that today because I was like, "This bitch is gonna know." He's gonna. <laughs> I should have had Bosk. Yeah. All right. Oh, very good. Thanks a lot for that. <clears throat> uh, let's get to the expanded universe. Sure. We might as well. We're on the same sort of path here. Right. I found a list called The Worst Things in the Star Wars Expanded Universe. <laughs> this should be very good. So, you know, Expanded Universe, for those who don't know, uh, starting in the early 90s, yeah. authors started writing books in the um, Star Wars universe. Insane. About 600,000 of them came out. <laughs> um, and most of them dealed with, you know, what was happening after Return of the Jedi and then they took some weird fucking turns. The stories went bizarre directions. There was a very cool. What was it? Dark Empire, where Luke was like a comic, yeah. Whatever he, he uh, became a Sith Lord. Sure, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so all sorts of crazy shit like that. But here's um some of the more nuttier shit. Uh, the book, The Crystal Star. This is a book written by Vonda McIntyre. It included centaurs and werewolves. Mm. Luke joined an evil cult okay. led by a golden blob. And the reason why he joined it was because he lost his force powers because a son nearby died. It drained him of his powers. See, and it sounds stupid, but it is Star Wars. It is. So. <laughs> well, it sounds stupid, and then it's also stupid. Yeah. Uh, Skippy the droid. <laughs> Sorry, I just choked. <laughs> what? So you remember in uh, A New Hope when uh, 
uh, Luke and his uncle are picking out a droid from the Jawas. Sure. And there's the one that drives forward and like malfunctions. And like, yeah, blows his top. Well, yeah. in the expanded universe, um, the reason why he broke down is because uh, his, his name's Skippy, first of all. And he's mm. actually, he's a droid that can use the force. And he mm. intentionally malfunctioned because he saw a future where Luke needed to get R2-D2 because uh, the Princess Leia hologram was on there. Now, that was also an astromech droid. Oh, my God. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> it's bad that you know that. <laughs> That's really bad. That was the worst episode yet. <laughs> this is the absolute, showing my whole ass. Absolute worst um, episode okay. yet. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. There's the series, uh, The Jedi Prince, mm. a series of young adult uh, fiction books. Uh, there's The main character of the book, his name's Ken. He's a collector of Star Wars toys while living in the Star Wars universe. Oh, no. The Emperor has two sons who are both triclopses. They have three eyes. Yes, mm. so six eyes between the two sons. Darth Vader's glove is magic. And in one, in one of the books, Luke uh, has to rescue whales, just like they did in Star Trek IV. <laughs> Guy's like got a deadline. He's like, shit. shit. Uh, look at this. Star Trek IV. Clones. There's a lot of clones in the expanded universe. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing is like uh, at one point, uh, Luke gets cloned from his hand that was cut off in uh, Empire. Sure, right. Um, the name of the clone is Luke with two U's. Get the fuck out L U U K E. They were just letting anybody do whatever the fuck they wanted, huh? The Sun Crusher. I don't know about this. This is from the Jedi Academy trilogy. So at some point That's... in the books, they were trying to one up the Death Star. And they had yeah. different levels. The Sun Crusher was the most absurd. It is this tiny little ship that has the ability to destroy an entire solar system. It is indestructible. Sure. The Death Star shot it at one point, it did nothing. And uh, it, the only way it was destroyed was someone had to crash it into a black hole. Sure. What? I mean, let's up the stakes a little bit here, folks. Uh, Bendorian the Hut, which was a Jedi hut. Oh, my God. So a hut that could <laughs> do, do See, the this lightsaber. Must, this must have been like when I just <laughs> completely shut off because I, I don't remember this stuff. Yeah. And finally, um, Mount Sorrow, which was a living, breathing mountain that cried. No, that I do remember. That was from an Ewoks That's thing, Ewok wasn't it? Thing, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple of years ago it was announced by Disney that the uh, once the, the sequels were announced, Disney's yeah. had to put it out there that the, all those great expanded universe books, all those tales that we just heard about were no longer canon. That upset some people, too. As a user on Reddit responded, it was as if millions of voices cried out and were suddenly silenced. This is awful. As a person that read over 300 of the books, wow. denying them all kills my childhood. I'll never spend another dollar on this IP. Star Wars died with the last book released. Everything that happens now is just fan fiction. Technically, the books were also fan fiction. Uh, but, uh, considerably more so, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Do you have anything else on the expanded universe? Yeah, I do. I All right, let's hear something. Is Luke Skywalker a virgin? This is a Quora post. And this ties into. Hmm. Here's the answer to this. Uh, 
age-old question of whether <laughs> Luke Skywalker is a virgin. The vast majority of Luke's time on Tatooine was spent working on his uncle's farm. He was whiny and annoying, and though he was cute-looking, you won't find many women who will tell you that the Luke of A New Hope was someone most would want to sleep with. I submit this as evidence that, at this point, Luke was probably a virgin. In a deleted scene, we see that Luke has at least one female friend at the Tashi station, but she appears to be in a relationship with Luke's unnamed male friend, and even if she isn't, she clearly is not interested in Luke. Nowhere is it suggested that Luke is gay or bisexual, and there is much more evidence to the contrary, so it's not likely that he ever hooked up with Biggs or the guy in that scene. So really going going in on... You know, nowadays that would be ample evidence oh, that he's absolutely, gay. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> It's also worth noting that Luke was prepared to abandon his family and risk his life for a woman he saw in a hollow image. He knew nothing about her except that she needed help and was beautiful. As hooking up with her was a clear motivating factor behind his efforts, I don't think his behavior reflects that of a guy with much experience or options, and I submit this as further character evidence that at this point, very inexperienced in dating. In The Empire Strikes Back, things are a little more ambiguous. Luke is less irritating. He's a war hero, and he commands a lot of respect in the Rebel Alliance. I don't think that's true at all. While he's recovering from his injuries, Leia kisses him passionately, mostly apparently in an effort to make Han Solo envious. The kiss seemed to be as much a surprise to Luke as it was to Han. While it's possible they'd been seeing each other since A New Hope, nothing suggests this. And in the early novel, Splinter of the Mind's Eye shows the pair flirting, but without any romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. It's possible Luke and Leia started dating in the days following that kiss, and it's possible they had sex. But there wasn't much time, and both were very busy. Seeing as how the revelation that they were siblings didn't disturb either of them, nor were Obi-Wan or Yoda unsettled by any visions they might have had, I suspect the relationship never got to sex. If Luke hooked up with anyone besides Leia between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back, we have no evidence of it, and since he was so into her, I think it's unlikely. Return of the Jedi takes place only six months after The Empire Strikes Back. Is that right? Jesus Christ. The novel in between the two films, Shadow of the Empire, shows no evidence of a more developed Luke and Leia romance, nor any evidence of a relationship involving anyone else. As Luke doesn't meet anyone in Return of the Jedi, I think we can assume that up until that point he was still a virgin. In The Black Fleet Crisis, Luke met... Akana Norand of Falanazi. They become romantically involved, and in Shield of Lies, they had sex. As this book takes place in 16 ABY, which is after the Battle of Yavin, we know that Luke lost his virginity no later than age 35. This, and that's where I'm going to end it. It continues to go on to yeah. for Luke Skywalker's exploits, but using the expanded universe to uh, figure out if Luke Skywalker is a virgin or not is really some grim i think every character is a virgin as far as you can tell right except sure. the ones that have kids because there's no indication anyone actually has sex yeah well hell you're, right? <laughs> you're preaching the choir brother yeah <laughs> don't know what that means but uh it's great to hear you say it into the microphone and then onto the podcast uh are you are you done with the yeah the, uh, the expanded universe huh? yeah now normally at this point in the show oh no we do one more post, and uh, as a recent tradition, uh, you would take the mic and, and read something from a uh, fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. Well, tables have turned. Yeah, I know. Today, I'm yeah. going to be doing that incredible honor as I read some fan fiction about Star Wars. Now, <clears throat> this is a um, this is history here, folks, because. What I'm going to read you is fan fiction that I originally read in 1998. Wow. Okay. I printed this out and shared it 
with my classmates at school. Oh God. <laughs> this is from a saga of fan fiction originally written in 1994. This is called Star Wars, Sperm of the Jedi. Did you write this? I did not. Okay. Oh, right. I wish I did. This is okay. so good. Okay. Come on, Chewie, Han urged. Get in there, you big furry oaf. I don't care what you smell. Chewie lubricated his cock as best as he could and inserted it half erect into Leia's cunt. She gasped at the sensation. Jesus Christ, how much of you is in there? (laughs) Chewie began pumping his hips rhythmically, driving himself into Leia as far as he could go. Half of his cock was still outside her as it continued its merciless expansion. Oh my God. He leaned forward and bit Leia on the shoulder viciously. She let out a muffled cry of pain, climaxing at the same time, and momentarily forgetting about Han's cock, which was pressed enthusiastically against her uvula. Blood began to stream from the wound in her shoulder. Chewie withdrew his fangs and settled into an easygoing stroke, starting to enjoy the sensations of Leia's vagina, which of course was remarkably small by Wookiee standards. Leia panted and moaned desperately, sweat flying from her and spattering Han's lips. Hey Chewie, what the hell's going on back there? Han's mouth turned down at the edges, frowning. He continued stroking, the tension already mounting. Leia's eyes fluttered as she teetered on the brink of unconsciousness. Oh God, oh God, oh God. True began emitting a strange, low-pitched growl. Please let that sound mean he's about to come, Leia said. Han's cock flopped against her cheek as she was jerked back and forth. Bingo, your highness, Han said. Won't be too much longer. With a spasm that seemed to shake the entire floor, Chewie climaxed, expelling a thick load of semen into Leia. He roared mightily as it overflowed her cunt, squeezing out past his cock and splashing onto the floor. Leia exhaled, exhausted. I'm glad he's not multi-orgasmic. I can practically taste it. Remind me never to do this again. (laughs) She began kissing Han's cock gratefully. Thank God for the average. Now let's get him out of me so I can clean up. Han chuckled. Afraid not, your worship. What? Well, you see, a Wookiee's penis expands inside the vagina during intercourse. Barring an episiotomy, there's no way we can get him out of you for at least the next eight hours. You're kidding, right? Nope. Leia rubbed her forehead exhausted. My mother warned me there'd be days like this. And that was Star Wars 3, Sperm of the Jedi. Now, Christian, what do you have to say about Star Wars? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> let me collect myself here. Um, it's fine. That's yeah. like my answer for everything. It's fine. <laughs> I used to really like it. Uh, oh. The fan, the fan base has ruined it. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else, I like. So, what about the fan fiction authors? Uh, okay, I don't even want to. I don't. I don't want to remember that I ever heard. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars episode, but we're not done quite yet. We're going to go on to the next segment, which, of course, is Christian's favorite. It's called Twit or Twittin'. And in this, uh, we will discuss three of the tweets from legendary funny gal from Twitter. Oh, no, she twittin'. And Christian will assign a value to each tweet. Did you find Star Wars ones for this? One? I certainly did. I'm sure you did. He will say if the if the twit twit or twittent. Ready? Yep. All right. First one. 
Turns out Star Wars fans get really angry when you refer to BB-8 as a round Wally. Twin lazy. Lazy. Um, I'll have you know she tweeted this particular joke a few dozen times. I'm sure. Yeah. In various various ways. Forms. She's very proud of that one. So that's Twin for that one. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. I keep getting Star Wars and Infowars confused. Which is the one with made-up stories that a few awful white men believe are real? Boo. <laughs> Twin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so we're already, we're already in the hole as far as uh, yeah, yeah, Twitten's yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> not a good, not, no, not not a good, good meat today, yeah. Mm, I'm sorry, Onoshi Twitten. Uh, so that brings us to the last one. I have a good feeling about this one. Star Wars trivia. The planet's full name is Hoth 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 because that's where Santa lives. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, twin. Oh my god. The ice planet Hoth is uh, the full name is Hoth 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 because that's where Santa lives. It's like what a, it's like what a 7-year-old kid would write in like a for a joke. Uh a stupid seven-year-old kid. I want <laughs> to clarify. That. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> so that is again. Oh, and three. Twit, and twit, and boy. Mm-hmm. But before we get, before we wrap up the show completely, I do have a question for you, Christian. Was there any post this week that made you say, "This, this ain't, ain't it, Chief"? was so uh in our last episode two episodes ago we discussed the avengers movie came out yeah Endgame. in theaters uh this friday yeah, uh, yeah. so i went and saw it it's fine you thought it was fine it's fine some other folks online got a little perturbed there they had opinions stuff. about it huh? oh of course they did. Mm-hmm. this is one that i found actually today of uh, a gal on the old twitter Dosi Blossom is her uh, handle on there. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go ahead and read this one. Hmm. I literally want to include the writers and directors of Endgame in my suicide letter, so they have Ooh. to give money to my mom for what they did to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor, all the fat shame and mental illness jokes that they put in, that I still haven't gotten over because they literally triggered my eating disorder. Ooh. Hmm. Now, there's a response to that that I'm actually going to commandeer for this segment. Um, Laxative69 responded to this and said, It ain't that serious, Chief. <laughs> Laxative69, I gotta admit, you're that's, right, fella. Boy, that's a, a another good segment we could do in the future for, for so many fucking posts. I think for most of the posts we read tonight, It Ain't That Serious, Chief, would have no. been a good response. Yeah. God damn. Yep. So let me uh just put the everybody has to do anything to do with that movie in my suicide note. Oof. That's a long note, by the way. There's a lot of people in that movie, I would imagine. <laughs> There's like sixty five characters. It's a three hour three hundred million dollar movie. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Scarlet Johansson. Think of all the grips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I found a thread on uh, adisc.org. What? About going to see The Last Jedi on opening night. So this is in theme. Oh, God. User, yo. Hello, everybody. 
I'm excited to share that I'll be going diapered to the Star Wars premiere oh, tonight. Oh, God damn you. <laughs> Do you all have any tips or advice? This will be my first time ever wearing to a theater. I'll be wearing a little for big nursery blue diaper with an overnight poise pad as a booster. I'm so happy that I'll finally be able to sit through a whole movie and enjoy a large drink. User Anton responded, I wore a Tykables overnight with plastic pants to the fan event last night, which was a bit longer than just the movie, and we got there two hours early. The movie was very good, and it was great not having to get up in the middle of it for a bathroom break. The force is strong on these overnights. I have been diapered to many movies in the last 15 or so years, so nothing oh new there. God. The high-end diapers that are available now, though, ensure a more enjoyable and uninterrupted experience. Anton and user Yo, this ain't it, Chief. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the uh, very special Star Wars episode of uh, <laughs> Report This Post. Uh, we we implore you to go to patreon.com slash report this post. <laughs> We're begging. <laughs> we are desperate here for uh, any, any uh, shekels you might throw our way. Uh, there's a store which you can find somewhere. There's uh, iTunes, which has our thing. You can rate it five stars. Twitter.com slash report this post. Instagram, etc. Website. Reportthispost.com. Please. We are l- lousy with content online. Yes. Sure. And uh, next week's episode is about sovereign nations. Citizens. Uh, both, I, I would oh, guess, you right? Would si- well, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I would assume a sovereign citizen can have a sovereign nation, right? Yeah, we're going to start else? our own, too. Now, tech, we'll find out next week. Yeah, so have you seen any posts about either one of those things? Or something else that's better? Because clearly we don't understand the whole point of the episode. <laughs> We'll figure it out, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, hey, may the force, force be, be with, with you. you. Bye. That was, that, oh, boy. <laughs>